Thank you, everybody, for coming to what may be the most important meeting we've ever had, and that is, of course, the mandatory singles night. I am looking to mingle. I am looking for the next one year to two year relationship that I can really dive headfirst into. So if you are someone who is interested in very uh, fit orc men and also doesn't need a lot of maintenance or uh, need a lot of affection or like essentially any attention whatsoever, then please come to my casserole night. Bring the heat, because that's going to be a majority of the way I make my decision. Adron, do you have anything, Dad? Yeah, I just want to just jump in here real quick and uh, nip the question in the bud that I that I know is going to be the big question for everybody. Don't worry, we actually fired all of our company lawyers and hired a completely new team. And um, <clears throat> they've advised us that it's completely advisable for the CEO to be speed dating the staff. So... Yeah, you're invited. You feel included because it could be you. And uh, yeah, just really just try to put on your best face and um, be gorgeous. Face, other parts, mm-hmm. put them all on. Put them on. I will have this large uh, gong. And when I am not interested in you any longer or your casserole, I will be ringing it. And it will hurt. <laughs> Thank you, and I look forward to seeing who I move in with. Travis Royals and lead designer Ian of the Hills are tanking their adventure architecture firm. One failed project at a time. If you require their services, write them a letter, and they may build you one of their crappy castles. His stomach is hurting. I think it was that matcha latte. <laughs> Thanks a lot, matcha. I don't think the human digestive system is supposed to be digesting grasses anyway. My goal for 2023, less powder intake. Fewer powder. More power. Powder to the people, I say. Hello, Adron. Hello, Travis. Just gonna be a little podcast today. We're gonna do a podcast. Big ol' honkin' podcast. In case you didn't know, we did take a a bit of a uh, siesta from recording and releasing this podcast. We did, and we're sorry. I think it was important. We need to reset a little bit of a tolerance break. <laughs> Come back at it. Get high as hell. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. On this podcast, me and whoever, uh, whichever of my co-hosts shows up that day, we kind of read a letter from you, the listener. Usually that letter is for us to build a dungeon. We are, after all, the 12th best adventure architecture firm in the Forgotten Realms. Why 12th, Travis? What's wrong with us? We have been orbiting that number. Sometimes we hop up to 11. Mm. 
Maybe it's because we conduct all of our communications via paper mail. Yeah, we're not really adapting to new technology, um, new uh, kind of political correctness, new income. There's a few things that are keeping us low on the bottom rung. But hey, I think that this fiscal year is going to be it. I'm putting my eyes on ninth place, eighth place. Whoa, calm down. I know, not to shoot too high. She thinks she's a nine. (laughs) So I say that we usually build dungeons because I'm looking at today's letter, spoiler alert, and I'm... I think this is uh, something of a different breed, and this is when we're going to start dipping our toe into lots of people ask us for life advice, and previously we, we've said, who are we to give life advice? Mm-hmm. Who, who are we as the 12th best <laughs> adventure architecture firm to, to start letting these people know what we think of their situation and kind of all the things that they should do differently? But now that we've got like a completely different team of lawyers, we're ready to handle that liability. This team of lawyers aren't going to tell me no anymore. I was getting a lot of pushback. The most unscrupulous. Exactly. They're not reading much, just how I like it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just start dishing it out. Health advice. Health advice. What drugs to take. Spoiler alert. All of them. How do... (laughs) Um, when to sue your neighbors for property disputes. It turns out all the drugs, all the lawsuits, that's kind of the direction we're going. Adrian, what do you think? You, you want to read the letter? You want me to read the letter? I'll, I'll read it. I'm excited to read. Here, it's, it's kind of folded up into an origami swan here. Okay. Lots of unfolding to do. <clears throat> This unfold. Okay. Unfold, unfold. Dear Adron and the other guys, I need your advice. I am consistently in relationships that go nowhere, likely because I am awful at communication and compromise and commitment. Can you help me be a better romantic partner and maybe even score a long-term partner? Yours truly, Stephanie the Loveless. I feel like it's it's always a Stephanie. Why do we always... It's always Stephanie's writing in. Somebody please tell us how many Stephanie's. This is going to be good kind of data for us. We're on the hunt for any kind of trends that we can identify, any kind of audience insights. I think if we really resonate with Stephanie's, we should focus on that. Stephanie's out there are bored and they love dungeons. Can you target uh, banner ads to specific first named people? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. The lawyers said you absolutely can and should. Maybe if you cross-reference with them kind of uh, looking for monogrammed pillows, hand towels. Okay, so so Stephanie sucks at being in a relationship. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie sucks. Um, Let's just put it out there, Stephanie. 
sorry, you suck a little bit. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but hey, that doesn't mean we can't give you relationship advice. Uh, that's definitely one of the main categories of advice that our lawyers suggested we move into. What do you think, Travis? Do you know about relationships? Do I? I've been in thousands of them. Amazing. What's your favorite? Oh, for me, my money, there was one woman. We just had a, a whirlwind romance. We went to axe throwing and then an escape room and then a a very expensive VR facility all in one night. (laughs) Wow, that must have really swept her off her feet. And she left before I could even learn her name. So that was your favorite, huh? Yeah, because I, like Stephanie, have a tendency to basically after the VR escape room axe throwing date, that's where I kind of, well, things go wrong for me. So Adrian, I might lean on your expertise here. Mm. Stephanie, my goals are yours. In this new fiscal year, I am also looking for someone that I can settle down with. Um, Our co-host Ian with his new child has activated some sort of biological clock inside of me. And does he know this? He touched your clock. I try not to let Ian know anything real. Yeah, I can see why. But Ian has activated an orcish gland that I thought was dormant. Your clock gland? My clock gland. (laughs) And now here I sit feeling a lot like Stephanie. So, Adron, are there any kind of new age, self-helpy, maybe even something our old lawyers would call total bullshit ways that Stephanie and I might be a bit more of a better partner, better partners. Not just in it for axes, escaping. You're in it for the realness. Well, I'm in a relationship, a wonderful relationship. You, I, did, I didn't know this. You didn't know this? Yeah. I've got a pumpkin. Um, he's, his name is Frico, the, the cheese angel. Frico the cheese angel. Well, I can see why you went for him. Yeah. He's uh, he's always a little crispy around the edges. Um and he's a literal angel. He's kind of a kind of a celestial parmesan. You said crispy is he made of cheese? I took him he's, to be some sort of cheese delivery. He's it's not that he's he himself is cheese, but that he sort of, his edges are always sort of a little bit melted out and then like kind of fried a little bit hard. So when you nibble, you just nibble around the edges, you get that kind of fried, hard, melted part. Um, the rest of him is just like normal guy, angelic. Right. He, yeah. He's no, got of this course. wonderful, nibbly, <laughs> crispy outer rim that I love. So is it? Are you nibbling on the same spot, or is he is just like a new part harden after you've nibbled off? <laughs> a new part hardens. <laughs> hey, no, sounds like love growing, to me. He's always growing a fresh kind of rind for me. Mm, you know what I mean? Fresh so, rind. Yeah. Stephanie, I think that's tip number one. <laughs> Find somebody with a fresh rind, something to nibble on. Keep it crispy, but keep it fresh at the same time. Keep it crispy, keep it fresh. Life is duality, (laughs) if we can say one thing. Yeah. 
Well, okay. So me and Frico, like, we spend a lot of our kind of relationship talking time thinking about and we we have like a weekly kind of like housekeeping meeting for our relationship health where you know like one person says everything that the the other person did that week that bothered them and the other person says everything that week that they're sorry they did um <laughs> and it's a really healthy exchange that we have weekly roundup um, but we found amends. that one of the helpful tools is like, what's, you know, what's your love language? What's my love, love language? language? So like dwarven or. Oh, do you not know about love languages? I mean, I can look, I, I do practice with a wise owlkin wizard uh, every weekend. I, he kind of teaches me in different foreign tongues. I know some kobold tongues. Do you guys? Well, he's got yeah, he's got four hundred tongues. Do you guys do love language stuff together? You mean do we kiss? Yes. <laughs> he teaches me how to, how to talk. His yeah. name is Duolingo, <laughs> and he we do French, and it is a, an experience. But it's not going anywhere. <laughs> you guys French together? <laughs> yeah. So I know I know how to kiss in kobold. Mm. I know how to kiss in draconic. Cool. Are they are they different? In all of the ways you would think they are not. <laughs> and none of the ways you think they are. Which one's wetter? That's not draconic. Draconic is a very dry, rough kind of sandpaper experience. Ooh, yeah, like firewood rubbing together. So no, no, no. No, 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 not like that. Basically, love languages are different from whatever you do with dual lengua. <clears throat> it's a little different. It's kind of more referring to like the give and take in a relationship. So like, here's how I like to receive your indications of love and appreciation. Mm. And here's how you like to receive my indications of love and appreciation. Yeah, just for hold example. on, writing down indications. Yeah, write uh -huh. this down. So for example, I maybe like to show my love and appreciation by giving criticism and offering ways that you could improve. Mm -hmm. You might like to show your love and appreciation by um, improving or saying you're sorry. I, I might like to get lots of big wet kisses, but and you might like to not receive big wet kisses, but give me big wet kisses. That means That means we're a big... Um, wet kissing good couple together because I I like to get the kisses and you like to give them big smooch. Does that make sense? I see. Yeah, I think of the types, it sounds like I'm more of that first one you said, what with the ridicule and the mm. constant feedback and the saying, yeah. here's what you have did done wrong today, here's what you did wrong yesterday. I have yet to find a partner who is more the other thing you said, like wanting to improve they usually are like oh i'm actually kind of a full realized person as is i don't really Ugh. need that yeah it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me either 
Gross. But okay, I'm starting to wrap my head around it. So let's say, for instance, um, I had a a quite an imitating uh, partner that um, an imitating partner. You want what? Is that what I said? Yeah. This imitating partner really liked to do <laughs> kind of celebrity voices, but then I, you know, I had a really intimidating partner whose love language was the kind of gift of swords. Mm. So every day I would wake up with another hundred swords. This was a frost giant. Um, they would kind of arrive on my doorstep every day, say, hey, I got all these for you. I was running out of room. They could see it every time I, you know, obviously even yesterday's delivery still in the living room. Oh, wow. Let me tell you, I, whatever my love language is, it's not stubbing my toe on every single sword. It's not swords. How did you show your love and affection to this frost giant? That's a good question. I think I said, please go away. I don't need these swords. That that one night post-escape room was great. I thought you were great how you refused to do the puzzles and just kind of ripped the roof off of the building. I was really into that. That was hot to me. I'm Actually, starting looking- to see why <laughs> your relationships maybe don't work. Except mm. except in one in one uh in one instance, I'm actually starting to see why your relationship with Ian works. But for these other ones, I don't think there really is that much of a give and take. I don't think, like, I don't think any of that shit that you just said makes any sense, basically. So <laughs> I mean, we need to figure out how we're going to learn and educate Stephanie through the magic of Dungeon to well, to be good at love. I think that is so wise, and and maybe it is an exercise in Stephanie learning what her love language may be. So we've got ridicule. Ridicule room will be very easy. I'll be in there and just kind of pointing out all of Stephanie's flaws. She can figure out if she's into that or not. <laughs> um, she, perhaps she can construct and deconstruct criticisms of herself and her partner. Good luck. I know. That's a tough one. You know, there's no spell for proper communication in a relationship. That's one thing I've learned. Uh, I can probably get Antonia the Frost Giant to kind of own a room. It's going to need really vaulted ceilings and actually probably an actual vault in there kind of filled with, well, I guess, swords. What's Frost Giant's, um, what's their hat? What What kind of tutelage are they offering in their room of love language well i think yeah it's it's really just kind of piling on the weaponry you know say it's it's kind of a love bombing but the bomb is made of lots of swords so is it gifts is yeah, that it's, the- it's gifts i mean one gifts. specific type and quantity of gift but but yeah they they are a giver uh, is that one of them have i stumbled upon one of the actual love languages I think you did. I think that's one of them is gifting. So so Stephanie walks into a room in which she must survive the barrage of gifts, which may or may not be pointy uh, and and flying at her in abundance. Dexterity saving throws like crazy. A real quick time event of a of a room. 
So Stephanie there will decide, am I symbiotic? Am I symphonic? Am I kind of sympathetic with a giving partner? Am I a receiver mm-hmm. in that way? Maybe yeah. Stephanie wants to give back and shove one of those swords and gift it right into Antonia's heart and head and shoulder blades. Maybe. That's not for us to figure out, Stephanie. That's something for you and your therapist to explore. It's time for a short break. And this is the part of the episode where it's just us. In real life, for real. I'm Adron. Casual Adron. And I'm Casual Trav. Shirt unbuttoned. Pants unbuttoned. Socks unbuttoned. I'm in a button-free button-down top and bottom. No buttons here. And that's why we're not going to button up about our next thing that we have for you, which is please give us a daggum review if you like the show. Even if you don't like the show. Five stars across the board, whatever platform. Compliments only. If you don't like the show, this is an exercise for you to kind of be the bigger man. Rise above your dislike and distaste for us. And just figure out one nice thing you can say. And look within and try to figure out why you've gone so sour and so acrid inside that you feel you can step to this freaking podcast and tell it, sit down. You think you'd come at me with that button attitude? I don't think so, meester. I want you to go down in your gratitude journal and write down five things about this podcast that make you a better person. (laughs) See, now that's therapeutic. Um, just to summarize, please leave reviews, uh, like or not like, and that will help us become more popular, which is something we need to probably continue functioning. Uh-huh. And to feel good about ourselves. Feel good. Incorporated. <laughs> love ya. Do not love you. You know, you said that there aren't spells for communication I th- I'm pretty sure there's like hella lots of spells oh for wait yeah hold on I'm looking now there's there's <laughs> it's almost half yep yep that's right so there's let's say there's a communication room Stephanie's opponent if you will and by which I mean lover wait what's the difference uh Stephanie's lover is gonna just like be speaking a bunch of fucking languages maybe or something <laughs> Or just gesturing obliquely, and Stephanie must do all of the, all of the like conversation cantrips. Conversation cantrips. Hear truth. Um, you know, <laughs> comprehend Reson- languages. Resonant whispers. Resonant whispers. <laughs> yeah. I think that I know exactly what this monster should be. It's all about eye messages. And who better to work on eye messages with than a beholder? Of because it's in the eye of the beholder. And who what is beauty but there in the thing you said exactly? Eye messages. This is getting kind of somewhat layered. I have to consult our lawyer squad, but are we allowed to say eye messages? Oh, I, I see where you're you might be confused. Um, this is when it pays to be off grid. 
No, iMessages are, I'll walk you through one. I feel pissed when my podcast co-host has a baby that for some reason he thinks is more important than his coworker. Dude, join the club, take a number. You, you, so now you say an iMessage. Oh, um, I feel, I feel pissed (laughs) also. Yep. Generally nailed it in one. So basically Stephanie, you're going to take this opportunity being eye to eye to eye to eye to eye with this kind of beholder, maybe even uh, this room is filled with is gas lit, uh, filled entirely by <laughs> <laughs> gas lanterns, and you have to kind of like weave your way through their double talk and their mixed messages and mm-hmm. clear that up with with all these conversation based spells. Each eyeball on a tentacle represents a different conversational snafu, double talk. Projection, uh, codependency, mm-hmm. passive aggression. Communication resolves all problems. However, only lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Are you trying to do an acrostic? Yeah, I was. Uh, crap. It's a, a crap. Communication hole. resolves all problems. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I figured out that's what you were doing. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an old standby that I learned in my twelve step days. Crapola, is that what you're trying to do? <laughs> that should have been what I was trying to do. Okay. You know, I'm realizing that a lot of these rooms, I I wouldn't want to date any of the people we put in them. Can we give Stephanie Stephanie you at least a few? Did. Oh, that's right. I did date these people. That's true. So, I mean, no offense, but. Hey, we've all we've all got that in our scrapbook. There's always a an Antonio, the frost giant. This is Stephanie. This is part for you, part for me. If I can kind of face these these exes head on, mm-hmm. then a maybe I get some good makeup sex room by room. We call that closure in the business. The closure is when you have sex and then close the door behind you when you sneak out in the night. That's right. Um, but also maybe I learn a thing. Maybe you learn something. I don't know. But I do think there needs to be a room. I All my exes haven't been terrible in that, in that same way. I, mm. I've had a few that communicate, you know, through through physical affection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Too much, honestly. Lots of squeezing, mm. uh, nearly strangling. I guess you would you would say mm-hmm. they were a large, very large snake. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. So maybe there's a room that's kind of a big game of good touch, bad touch, and it's conducted in the dark. So you're really relying on your senses, and Stephanie. And her opponent lover are going to just feel their way into communion with one another. And every time you do something that the other person doesn't like, you get electric shocked. (laughs) So let me ask you if this 
kind of this consent is automated with electrical shocks? Does it um, behoove us in, in this room with this giant kinky constrictor to maybe practice safe words? Safe words? <laughs> like what you did there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I think that it's made a little bit, you know, redundant with the electric shocks, but it can't hurt. <laughs> I mean, look, to all you people out there, safe words, they're a little flexible. You know, mm-hmm. they're a little, you want something a bit more pointed, like, for instance, covering your body <laughs> in, in big, electrodes. Yeah, shock collars, essentially. <laughs> Pointing uh-huh. outward, of course, uh-huh. that whenever your partner does something you're not into, you just kind of give them a quick zap and they'll learn. They'll definitely yeah. learn for sure. So basically, because safe words are rendered, you know, pretty stupid by that, <laughs> don't waste your time. You could have instead have like aw- awesome rock and roll words and that could be awesome or rock and roll for every time there's something that you like that's happening. <laughs> Hell yeah, this rules. Love what you're doing. Yeah. Wow, you found that quick. Yeah. <laughs> These are things you can say. Yeah, like max factor. <laughs> <laughs> Turbocharged. You could just, you know, really positive words that you yeah. can just throw out there for every time it's good. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. This constrictor is going to be really into that. If you say the constrictor's favorite word... It unlocks, like, you know, the portal to get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Honestly, you could bury me in this room. It's going to be problematic when someone's kink is getting electrocuted. That's going to be quite an issue, but we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah. Our lawyers will be fine with this. That's that's the important thing. Uh, what, what about other rooms? So I've kind of gone through my exes. Do you have any kind of partners or or past conflicts i've had conflicts the the big one that stands out for me was there was this one time where i was in a relationship where like i was in a relationship and then my partner was in relationships plural oh and there's you know just an interesting kind of crossroads that one might come to in a relationship where they're they're kind of suiting up, you know, they're putting on their armor, they're choosing their weapon, and then they're choosing how many members of the party they want to go adventuring with. And so Mm. I feel like Stephanie should be involved in that part of the adventure. And, uh, and maybe she enters a room where there's her lover and then an assortment of other characters that she may need to decide you know, am I cool going on this journey if these other characters perhaps are in our party? Other lovers, absolutely. And one of them is Bethany, and then one of them is Amberly, and one of them is Tristina. And she kind of walks into this room blind, or did our... I don't know who this kind of deceptive. Uh, well, I, I'm assuming deceptive. Is she in on it? Does she have the context, or she just feels totally duped and and I feel uh, and maybe duplicated based off the amount of 
lady she's surrounded by. You know, it's a possibility. In in some people's adventures, mine included, yeah, it wasn't revealed to me until later that there were other party members <laughs> that, that were, uh, let's say they were in the back row. You know what I'm saying? Sounds like an easy way to know that this isn't your love language by somebody kind of foisting it upon you. It wasn't my love language. The weirdest thing is when one of the other party members kind of looks a lot like you. He had a type. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that's, I don't think that's uncommon. Maybe that's what this room is. Maybe it's some sort of mirror room where uh. everywhere you look, you say, is that is that me? Is that w- one of the other ladies up in this yeah. party? This poly party. You walk into this room, there's your lover, and you're surrounded by all these mirrors, and your lover is making loving gesticulations, and you're you can't tell if they're to you or that one over there, Mm. or that one over there, Mm -hmm. and you're not even sure which one is you at the end of the day. A real psychic damage situation where this is total crown of madness situation. Full It's mirror madness, people. <laughs> so, and I and I think that Stephanie, it's up to you. Maybe you are into uh, polyamory and getting down with all these mirror ladies. Division of labor, right? Sure. If it's communicated to you, if you happen to be uh, whatever fantasy Mormon is, maybe <laughs> this is your bag. So we don't mean to. King shame. Yeah, maybe your lover likes a kiss in this one spot and you don't want to put it there, but Amberly does. So if you're down for it, welcome to the mirror room. You're about to have a good old time. I would just ask that our mirror man just come out with it. You know, <laughs> let us know it's a it's a mirror room. This is kind of a, I imagine this man to be kind of a carny of sorts. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Charging tickets for his hall of mirrors. Absolutely a carny. <laughs> Probably a little stinky too, this this fellow. I, he smelled pretty good. Okay. <laughs> you got to smell pretty good if you're going to attract all those Amberleys and Tristinas. Right. I guess he's, that's why he's raking it in. He's the most handsome, good smellingest carny. Pretty much. That there, that there is. <laughs> but, a, but a carny through and through. <laughs> um, okay, that sounds like a bad room. Don't want to go in that room either. Yeah. This dungeon is terrifying, you know, as we're really breaking it down. This dungeon is bringing up trauma for me. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Not only do I want to talk about it, I want to turn it into the big boss at the end. Ooh. Terrific. I can't wait. Tell us. Tell us your story. Well, once you've just defeated kind of all the, and we didn't go over them, of course, there will be lots of 13 ghosts-esque monstrosities Mm. in this place. But once Mm -hmm. you've defeated all of them and or fallen in love with one of them, that's also an Mm -hmm. option. Feel free to settle down with the the king snake. Um, I think that you kind of face a ghostly visage of all of them. And you have to kind of exercise them that they're trying to possess you and make you into and and show all these terrible traits. And you kind of have to. The chimera of a thousand lovers. 
<laughs> yeah, the communication chimera. Um, here you are with this kind of phantasm of multi-headed banshee of all your your previous relationships. And I do think you are going to have to perform an exorcism. <gasps> all my exes live in hexes. And that's exactly where you got to send them. Send them right to heck. <laughs> <laughs> you, you whip out. You whip out all of your holy trinkets, all of your uh, and imbued crystals. Maybe you summon the power of CBT, which of course stands for corporeal uh, uh, bosom throbbing. It's close. Chimera busting thermos. <laughs> And the chimera busting thermos, when you do un- unscrew the cap, is going to let out energy beams that kind of just lasso the necks of of all these mini heads. Mm. And what is the what do those lassos do to vanquish the heads? They hold it How still you- while you while you pray on them and you wish them the best of luck. Mm. You say, "Hey, thanks, but no thanks." Thanks, but no thanks. I forgive myself for everything I actually never did wrong with you. Right. I f- <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. I I accept that you are simply bad. <laughs> and that I am simply just fine. And I'm pretty okay, actually. And that I'm the victim here. I'm I'm the big V. <laughs> and while you're while you're saying all these kind of en- uh, enchantments and and you know hail marys, mm-hmm. it's me. I'm the Mary. You mm-hmm. are sending this, you know, ghostly spectral fuckwad right down <laughs> to the depths, down to heck, right wow. to heck. And once vanquished, then you you blossom. Like a gorgeous flowering phoenix, in just like utter clarity and cleanliness of soul, ready to love for real this time. You say, I'm a totally whole person now. Totally I don't need person. someone else to complete me. So where the fuck is that other person who's <laughs> who's gonna be super stoked and into this? God damn it. Yeah, and then surprise, look around. They're everywhere. It's a hall of mirrors full of snakes <laughs> <laughs> and frost giants and Bethany's and Priscilla's and um and take your pick, you know? Cuz you're incredible. Who wouldn't want to shack up with you after all the incredibly impressive feats of strength that you've done? And Stephanie, that is important to remember. It's not about perfecting communication now it will be a constant effort mm-hmm. so just keep that thang on you and be pulling that thermos out whenever you need to yeah keep your thermos at the ready in your thermos holster and then meanwhile be really muscular and strong oh we should say that do like 100 push-ups a day get yeah. buff as shit <laughs> <laughs> 
Bubba shit. Start dude. ripping phone books in half. <laughs> Just on every street corner, like demonstrating your your strength to passersby. Yeah. Can't have a power dynamic without power. And you will be that power. That's you. I am healthy, you will scream. <laughs> That's you bench press. I'm healthy. Hear me roar. <laughs> your trainer. <laughs> yeah. Well, Stephanie, you're welcome. As a reminder, I will be in one of those rooms if you're trying to see if this will work. Um, I hope you're down for feedback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. I'm going to go and take a little nibble on Frico. You nibble Frico and I'll just think about this. Wait, do we need to do a uh, a wrap up? You know, I think we already gave our listeners so much free therapy. Mm. Patreon.com slash crappy castles, by the way, <laughs> that y'all have got it. If you need a wrap up, listen to this episode on double speed. It's the same thing. It is. You're right. <clears throat> the music is going to sound fantastic. Oh, I can't wait for it. Let, actually, <laughs> you know, like that. And now let's listen to Adron's <laughs> song. Adron beatbox. <laughs> beatbox. Uh, Maybe your love language is beatboxing. Or just boxing. <laughs> Throw a punch, whatever. It's a Tuesday. Wow. Now those were some bad ideas. If you'd like the boys to take a shot at designing your dungeon, free of charge, send a raven to wellmet at crappycastles.com. We prefer letters that give us enough, but not too much. We'll let you decide what that means. If you want more of the adventures ad-libbed on this show, head to patreon.com forward slash crappy castles. Any silver you can spare is much appreciated. Original music, audio editing, and bardic inspiration provided by Adron. Find her at adronmusic.com. Our theme song is Piss Fader by Tobacco. That's P-I-S-S Fader by the one and only Tobacco. As always, Ian was played by Ian, Travis was played by Travis, and you don't get to know who I am. Till next time, keep it crappy.